you by The Shepherd's Nook Christian Supply, located at 125 North Main Street in Sylvania, Georgia. Call them today and pick up your choice of Bibles, books, music, gifts. They have it all in Christian Supplies. A call if you need something special. 912-451-6397. Good afternoon, y'all. This is Tyler with the Times Two Frontlines Podcast. And uh, today we have on this episode uh, Mr. Ryan Reddick. He is the uh, principal uh, here at, the Scri- at Scriven County Elementary. Uh, welcome, Mr. Reddick. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm great. It's good to be with you. <laughs> good to be Good to have you on. So can you just kind of tell us a little about yourself uh, and uh, kind of what got you into education and just kind of go from there? Sure. Be glad to. I was originally um, interested in law and politics, but I've always admired the people that came before Mm me and the investment that they poured into me. um, That's made a huge impact. Great folks like Connie Beasley, um, David Bowie, um, Dr. Freeland, um, Miss Connie Boer, ones that that really believed in the best of students, one that mm-hmm. that gave students hope, ones that challenged us. Um, you know, I, I graduated from Georgia Southern University okay. with a political science degree. There you go. I go to Georgia Southern myself, so Georgia, there we go. Good, Four fellow Eagles right there. Georgia, big, big, big institution, big university. Yeah, it is. Um, got a four-year degree from Georgia Southern um, in political science, actually. Okay and got a master's degree in public administration with a school add-on for teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started out teaching Mm -hmm. social studies in Effingham County. I think it was back in 2005. Um, Spent a couple of years teaching social studies. Loved it. Um, Opportunity available here in Scriven County Mm -hmm. Middle School to teach um, and work with special ed students. I've got certification at the elementary education mm-hmm. level, social science, middle grades. Um, I've got some, the school administrative or school leadership mm-hmm. certification. Um, all together, I think this is my, I believe this is my 18th year in education. It really goes by fast. Yeah. Seven years in the classroom and uh-huh. um, since then. The rest uh, of the administration level. The rest in administration. Uh, I guess you worked out. How long, how long have you been principal of Scranton County Elementary? Um, this is my fourth year as okay. principal at the elementary school. Prior to that, I was um, one of the assistant principals there, I think, for seven years, too. Okay. Well. And so are you, are you originally, obviously, you and Georgia, are you originally from Savannah or East Georgia area? I am. I'm originally from here. I graduated from Scriven County High okay. School in the class of 1999. Um, and after that, went to... You know, like Southern, yeah, Southern, 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 what they have planned for that university is like, whoa, I just like heard something last month about they're trying to get a dental school or something and build a dental school. I know they've just started to build a new convocation arena kind of things. So I'm like, oh, whoa, y'all, y'all moving on It's up. surreal. Yes, it and is. And I've only been there a few months. I transferred in from Valdosta State. And so I was like, whoa, this is a big, this is bigger than Valdosta, but it's good. Um, kind of so, um, let's see where to look. Um, obviously, we're kind of looking up here. Um, so yeah, what are some kind of, you know, obviously what, what's the responsibilities of a principal and car, you kind of mean like 
you know, what's the good and bad of being friends with Chris? Of course, you can't have a perfect job. It just doesn't exist. But obviously, you know, hopefully make more good than bad. Right. You know, the good thing is I do get to see a lot of the students um, in passing. Um, right. work, see a lot of the students in the classrooms. I get to see a lot of the good things that the students work on. Um, you know, one of my biggest jobs is to make sure that Delamere School is going to be a safe place. Right. That's our, you know, that's our number one priority. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's certainly a, certainly a renewed sense of school safety. Right. Um, we, we make sure that we're hyper vigilant. If we see something right. that raises a, flag, raises a flag, we, we report it. We have a solid relationship with, um, the Scriven County mm -hmm. Sheriff's Office, the Sylvania Police Department. We plan together. We partner right. with them. We occasionally, we do drills from mm -hmm. time to time with, with them, um, the, those are, those are. That's the that's the number one goal yeah. is to make sure that our kids are safe. Of course, of course. Um, doors locked. Um, outside doors locked. Classroom right. doors right. locked. Same thing. I mean, of course, I only graduated from high school not too long ago, three or four years ago, and even then, school security was still a big issue. School shootings, all that was still always in people's back minds. I think it has to be, especially because you are legally responsible for these kids. And of course, you hope that, you know, and I know plenty of educators too, that there's the debate. And you might make say this a little too. Um, obviously, you know, safety is no concern, but also sometimes, you know, there's what we could say about how, you know, say we're, it's like we're taking away time from the classroom because we're always worried about security. And like, yeah, I mean, that's a valid point, but that's like I said, I think partly just the world we live in. Um, yeah. Yep. And so I guess you probably can agree with that statement or whatever, but I suppose. Absolutely. We don't, we never want the pendulum to swing too far to no. complacency. Right. Um, but on the other hand, you don't want it to, you don't want to be an alarmist either. Um, just being hyper vigilant about our surroundings. Um, you know, we, you know, academically speaking, we, we certainly want to hold students to high expectations for academic success. Um, that's our biggest, our biggest resource at the elementary school level. Um, it's not going to be found in a curriculum, although we do we do look at curriculum. It's important. Our biggest resource at elementary school is going to be in our people. Our people mm -hmm. are our best resource. They are our very best um, people that just pour their pour their heart and soul into teaching and learning right. and into the kids. And how many? How many? I mean, how big is uh, Scranton County Elementary? We are about a thousand kids. Wow. We are pre K. Kindergarten, mm -hmm. first, second, third, fourth, and fifth grade. Okay. The only elementary school in the county, of course, right. um, the public elementary school in the county. A lot of a lot of counties have sort of community elementary schools, but mm -hmm. we are the um, we serve, you know, all all right. the all the kids here from all different parts of the communities right. in Scriven County. Yeah. I know, of course, I grew up in Atlanta, so we get seems like elementary schools on every block was yeah or probably the same thing like in new york you know um but that's i was like yeah that is big for us. still a small town it is yep. that's big it's very than the elementary school i went to in atlanta i think if mine was like five six hundred kids and i thought that was kind of big too um so kind of like i'm curious too just and you know what was it like obviously it sounds like time-wise you weren't really principal long when covid came about and really just shook education up <laughs> and how the yeah <laughs> that you know covid was uh yeah covid was my first year as, as principal and um you know I, you know that was just there was just so much uncertainty 
involved yeah, during that there was, time. There was, Just so sure. much uncertainty. You know, we always know that there's going to be some things that we don't know. But there were some things that we didn't know we didn't know um, during the COVID time that were just, just information constantly coming in. Yeah. But thankfully through, you know, through our, our, our local school board partnering with the Department of Public Health, we continue to provide students with the best opportunity we could um, here in the county. That's so, certainly something we're going to look back and say, you know, we did the best we yeah. could during well, I think COVID. Every, every educator should look, say that too, like, y'all got through it. I mean, yeah, there might Gosh. have been some delays, but that, that's typical with something as big and unplanned as COVID. Absolutely. Um, and so kind of like, I see, I'm just looking at here too. Uh, are there like kind of any of, any like upcoming events? Because I know that you know the school year is coming coming to an end. I know for us Southern students, we got about two two weeks left to our semester is over, our school year is over, and so kind of just like what are some kind of into your plans for the school events, kind of fun things going on? Maybe what what y'all do during the summer and stuff like that. You know, like you said, the the um the finish lines yeah, in it's sight. Been it's in sight. Um, you know, one one thing that that I certainly want folks to know is that we certainly want students at school um for the duration of the school day um and one thing that we can't create more of is is time and teachers love that time that they have with students and um i like to think of it as redeeming the time mm-hmm. um the end of school is coming up um field day is always a fun time for yeah, kids they'll have days. opportunities for participate in field yeah. day um, there will be a some of the upper grades experienced a color run last year. Oh, okay. So yeah. we're going to do another color run this okay. year for students. Some grades will have water day. I think the primary grades have like a water day. Mm-hmm. Some grades are going to look at a cookout. Um, so much going on yeah. and really a large school. Um, yeah. A lot of great experiences coming up for kids. That's good. And so, and what's obviously, I mean, what, what, I mean, how would you kind of define what's what's kind of the role of elementary school in a sense of from an education standpoint? What's the basis of elementary school for? Obviously, not just to, I mean, learn to write your ABCs and stuff like that. And, and you know, of course, it's such a you know a wide grade level from pre K to five. You're in there for like six years, seven years. And how does that differ between what you're you know learning in middle school or how that, or I should say, how does, how does elementary school prepare you for middle school and then high school and then college and, you know, those, those, you know, kind of steps. Yeah. Good question. Um, you know, in the primary grades, we learn how to read and in the upper grades, we read to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the, well, most teachers at the elementary school level, if you think of it at, in a medical analogy, um, all the teachers at the elementary level are sort of like general practitioners. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to a uh, specialist right. that, that you may get into in, in, in medicine, like a cardiologist or oncologist. Um, so we're all kind of general practitioners um, teaching students a, a variety of skills. Now, you know, starting in grade, third grade, we start the team teaching mm-hmm. concept where you've got um, a language arts teacher that teaches social studies okay. and a math teacher yeah. that teaches science. Um, but really it's the foundational skills that elementary school teachers work on building right. those foundational skills. One thing that's super important, and I think that we're going to hear a lot more of it too, is, um, the, the importance of having kids, um, on or above grade level reading right. by the time they're eight years old. That's mm-hmm. something that's going to be a huge focus um, yeah, well, over the next. Because there's plenty of people I think that I know don't read at their grade level. I went to students in high school, and you, friends, I know that's a problem everywhere. 
um, you know, probably more problem for other folks than others, you know, um, and just like, you're in high school or you're about to go to college and you can't read at a college level or understand a college level or high school, like child. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, that's right. So and, that's, that's a huge focus. We yeah. need to make sure that's going to be a huge priority, not only here in our County, but across Georgia right. is the importance of having eight year olds or by the time a student's in third grade, they should be reading at or above grade level that's, reading. That's, that's going to be huge. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious too. Do y'all teach cursive? I know they kind of taught cursive when I was in elementary school, but that was already kind of out there anyway. That was already that wasn't a requirement. It was just something I think that one of the teachers did. Um, so, good, good question. Do we about writing? Yeah. Um, one thing that's never going to change, despite how much the curriculum right. changes or how much standards change, writing is never going to be one of those things that changes. Um, three things that won't ever change, and I've talked to our staff about this: speaking. Um, reading and writing will never change, no matter how much things yeah. change in the future. Students are always going to need to know how to read, yep. communicate, and write. Yeah. We do um, we do teach um, writing, cursive writing, more than we have in the past. Mm -hmm. um, my kids, you know, they they uh, even my kids, they don't they don't. Write I don't write cursive. I don't write in cursive. I, I know how to write it, but it's very slow. So I just usually do print, or it's like, hey, can you read those? Like, yeah, mine is it. mine. A lot of my but writing a lot of is chicken too, scratch. Yeah, oh, mine too. And, or it's like you know, I were in college. I've been you in amazing college. How much like I don't have any paper in college. I mean, you get you buy all this stuff freshman year or whatever. Every it's, it's in college, especially in college, everything is online. You turn in everything online. You do everything online. All you yep. need is a, is a laptop like you have here and start right, that's typing it. Away. Just start that's typing right. away. That's all you got to do. Now I take my notes, handwriting notes to me because I don't. I'm just, they say obviously it's better. You understand it more. Yeah, but I just for me, I just I can. Chicken scratch it a lot quicker than typing in and backspace stuff. It's like, oh, it drives me crazy. It's just right. And, you know, I've even noticed that on my end. The more I've spent time typing, um, the worse my handwriting has become. Yeah. So I, I feel like my handwriting is probably the same as it's been since high school. It don't change because like, I just write so fast. But, like, so, you know, you want to get everything down freehand and all that. But, I mean, I went to a good elementary school, so I know I, you know, they, they did well there. Um, but it is important. That is true. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. There's as much as people think all oh, education is changing all the time. Yeah, it is in a way. It's technology and bringing in technology, whatever. And yeah, like I say, your speech, talking, you still have to write. It's just not maybe physically writing with a pen or a pencil on paper, but it's still writing on, you know, emails, writing this other stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know, course, my parents like, you don't. Of course, we used to write in cursive. I remember my dad was just saying, well, in second grade, you need to be fluent in cursive writing. I said, <laughs> Okay. okay, that never happened, but I don't know. <laughs> but all those things, I remember that, like, where did that happen? That did not happen, you know, or we've been made debates where it's like, you know, it's, you know, education is not exactly the same like it was when you were growing up. You know that, right? Okay. Yeah, sure. But anyway, and of course, I bet you're looking at here, obviously, I know your kids are probably getting super antsy and just ready for the summer to begin. I mean, well, college kids are, we're getting antsy too. I'm getting antsy, so I bet. That's right. Yeah, of course, the which warm outside too. Like, oh Lord, it's time to go. It's time to go. To, I was at Hobby Lobby today, so I'm looking at the beach decor. Like, that's where I want to be right now. I'm at that to the beach too right now. To visiting a friend. I'm like, yeah, I wish I was there. I really do. <laughs> Had a college professor that told me one time. They said that the um, there's light at the end of the tunnel. There is, yeah. And it's not the light of an oncoming train. It's light no. that the end <laughs> is in sight. <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. Yeah. And I, well, some of us it might be a train coming. Like, oh Lord, like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, so looking at this turf, there was just, I guess, you know, the grapevine. 
that you were Batman or Superman at the Family <laughs> Fun Days. So kind of yeah. tell us a little about that. I know they did. That's right. We had a uh, we had a superhero event last um, last May, I think, and it was um, out the Superman. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. The costume was great. The kids loved it. We're planning another superhero night at the elementary school um, for this year. Coming up in a few weeks. I don't know the exact day right offhand, um, but that, that was great. It, it's, it's always great when um, kids can, you know, see see um, their, their principal in a, in a little different light, whether it's at the grocery store, whether it's at um, the rec department, or whether it's playing Superman. It's always great to see... Um, you know, the, the yeah, expression know. on a kid's face. Well, I know when I was in elementary school, it was always fun to see, like, oh, you know, or any, you know, our teachers, even middle school, high school, whatever, any professors, too, they're like, you know, we have a life, right? You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do have a yeah. life. We're not that's just right. teachers all the time. We yeah. know how to have fun. You may not like us, but we know how to that's have right. fun. We got to go to the grocery store. store we yeah, go to the grocery you know, I've that's seen right. at a bar one time. So I saw some teachers of mine. We were at Applebee's one time, and I saw some teachers like, oh, okay. Um, I have not ran to any of my professors. I about also were over here out and about yet. Um, I do have a professor actually that goes to the church I go to. So I was like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, I didn't know yeah. you come here. That's yeah. cool. Um, you know, um, you tell me to my voice. I'm still like, eh. but anyway, he, he's fine. He's good. Um, it's kind of like us too. Honestly, so I'm looking here's what graduation. Do y'all do graduation on this? We did. In my fifth grade, we had a you know graduation, but right. obviously not the formal you know high school graduation stuff like that, which in- I did not have because I guess it graduated during COVID, so there was no high school graduation. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm glad I had a fifth grade graduation and an eighth grade graduation. So <laughs> what year graduating class were you in high school? The class of 2020. That was 2020. Yes, 2020. Right when COVID That's just right when, hit. Yep, yeah, it shut everything down. Yes, it did. Yeah. Now, um, I was actually happy about COVID just because I was like, I was done. I was ready to get out of high school. And so, yeah. I mean, the work that we got was super easy. And I mean, I'd like to say, I like to say I got I got out of it two months early. I didn't really, at the time, I didn't really care anything about prom or anything. I was just done with high school. I, um, you know, you know, I didn't even care about graduation because I thought that sounded like that would be a whole ordeal too. So, I was like, no graduation. Anyway, what we did was we had a little drive-through graduation. No, not so much a drive graduation. Drive, through get your diploma, stuff like that. And that That's was right. nice. And that, and that was nice. That's I mean, right. everyone, some of the teachers outside, they had signs outside. So that was nice. So I definitely give credit to, I went to Lakeside, um, Lakeside High School. And so I definitely give credit to Lakeside for putting on something like that. Um, and we all was just, like I said, we were just sitting our, you know, sitting our couches. So you, you know, you could have been sitting in your pajamas and sipping yeah. some coffee, whatever. And yep, here's my name crossing the road, you know, that's green like <laughs> that. So that's how I graduated um so, at elementary it's you know we're gonna it's instead of a graduation we um do something that's kind of like it's fifth grade honors night yeah. it's gonna be coming up soon it's you know it'll be it'll be bittersweet yeah. to see those fifth graders leave us yeah. um certainly yeah, we had honors before. night too in elementary school too or they called it honors grad yeah yeah I remember those oh god that's not that long ago but i guess it was <laughs> in fact that's gonna be coming up soon in fact i think the fifth grade students are the class of 2030, I believe. Um, Dang, that's hard to believe. That's hard to believe. And that sounds like a long way away. It does, because I know I'm, will be the class of 20. Of course, in college, it's different because you think, you know, okay, high school class, of, you know, class of 2020 or whatever is May. Well, in college, you can graduate multiple times. During, there's always two graduations during the year, spring semester and fall semester. Uh-huh, that's so right. right now, I'm graduating fall of 2024. But just, I just realized that's right, right during the election. But that's fine. Uh, I'll be worried. Hopefully, I won't be worried about my graduation and getting a job. But before the, but, but the election. But um, uh, what was it? Um, 
yeah fifth grade <laughs> yeah fifth grade honors night we um we're gonna we're gonna have that coming up in in may um i don't have the exact day or time but um that's always something that it's it's, it's just gonna be bittersweet to see those those yeah. those students leave us hard to believe like you said that's 2030 i mean 2030 like for me i'll be hopefully very much in the middle of my career and stuff like that. And that's yep. hard to believe too. Like in 2030. And like, um, I'm done. I've been out of school on my own living. Who knows? Married kids. Who knows? Um, but just like, Ooh, <laughs> don't, I don't want to think about that. That's that's. <laughs> They've but, heard that word 2030 before during yeah. either a grade level. Well, I remember when I'm thinking, yeah. when I, I mean, I remember being in fifth grade and thinking we were, we were, we will be the class of 2020. And uh, thinking that yeah. was like, that's a ways away. Yeah. yeah. I graduated like fifth future. grade in 2013. So, and of course, oh my God, it's been 10 years. Oh my God. Um, it does not feel like 10 years. <laughs> I'm telling you, time goes by yeah, too fast. It really does. I, it does. It, does. Yep, it sure fast. does. I mean, this, my college years have gone by so fast. I mean, yep. I'm about to be a senior, kind of senior. I'm like, you know, to a kid, it may not seem like oh, it. it seems like, right. I remember it yeah. seems like it does feel forever, but then it, it really doesn't. I mean, it right. really doesn't. It really doesn't. I know I've heard once you get even older, it feels even, even yep. faster. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're on your deathbed, not to be so morbid, but you're, you know, you're, you're, you're a hundred or you're 90 or whatever that's like right, that. And it's like, right. I don't, I don't yeah. know if I'm going to live tomorrow. I don't know. But anyway, I'm um, just going to just kind of end one last thing before we have to wrap up. Um, so what do you enjoy most about being a principal and education? And I enjoy the, I enjoy the relationships. Um, I enjoy um, seeing our students enjoy coming to school. Um, I've got, I've got three children Two of my three children are um, at the elementary level, so mm -hmm. I've got certainly a vested interest in seeing right. the elementary school do well. Um, the relationship piece is huge, whether it's between colleague to colleague or um, the student-teacher positive, strong relationships where students enjoy coming to school. Um, that's you know, so I, I enjoy seeing so many students yeah. pre-K through fifth. Um, they are, of course, seeing them coming up from pre-K all the way to fifth grade, and, and that change—that's exactly yeah. right. It's uh, um, it's kind of like uh, you know, planting a planting a yeah, tree exactly and watching it grow. It it's exactly you know, they yeah. you know, the tree grows. Yeah, and, um, I know. I've always said I do not do not put me in the classroom. I do not want to be a teacher. I don't want to go on education, no, ma'am. But who knows? I mean, I've seen people change careers. 180 so who knows absolutely we'll absolutely well i really do appreciate you coming on this e uh this not this evening <laughs> um this afternoon i know you're very busy uh, as being principal um of course keep doing the good work that you're doing over there at the elementary school and this is tyler saying have a great day y'all and remember to reach out and touch someone today to make this world a better place mm -hmm.